All right, guys. What's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Welcome back. I have <laughs> missed you guys, you Padre fans. I love you to death. Um, we're getting here into the Christmas season, the holiday season. I'm drinking my eggnog. And the old Padres, Peter Seidler, AJ Preller just delivered us a nice early Christmas present. And we're yes, going to get it right on. <laughs> Let's go, baby. What's up? Welcome back to Average Take. I'm Bob Roman Trevor. Average Takes. Xander Bogarts, baby. Welcome to San Diego, baby. Welcome to San Diego. I don't know how much I'm going to be saying that, but I kind of <laughs> like the nickname. Um, I've kind of went off bogey forever. You know, it was just like Bogarts bogey, but San Diego. Um Padres, you're getting a four-time All-Star, two-time champion, and I think he's going to be playing shortstop. <laughs> um, the Padres have like five shortstops on this team, so it doesn't take me by any surprise. AJ goes and gets another one. Um, Trevor, Padres reportedly have offered Trey Turner. He went and signed with Philadelphia. Offered Aaron Judge a nice $400 million contract. And he ran away. He went to New York. How do you feel about Xander Bogarts coming to San Diego? Well, I feel, I feel, first off, I feel great. Xander is someone who was not on my radar at all. I didn't think we needed him. We did not need another shortstop, but. The best thing about shortstop is they are always the most athletic person on the field. So most of the time, if they're athletes, you can place them anywhere you want. And that's that's a good problem to have for the San Diego Padres. We, we signed Xander 11 years, $280 million. Some people are wondering, why are we give a 29-year-old 11 years? He's going to be 40 at the end. Blah, blah, blah. We're not looking for 11 years from now. We're looking for one to two years from now when we are in the peak of our, I'm not going to call it a window because our owner isn't called a window. So I'm not going to call it a window. This is an opportunity, I guess, to get better. And the Padres pounced on it. And I, I personally love it. I love it. I absolutely, absolutely love this move. Um, Xander Bogart's, I don't know if a lot of people know this. I don't know how many times I've said this on the podcast, but the Red Sox were have been my second team forever. We had Jared Krabis on the podcast. He is a huge Red Sox fan, kind of what built me and my love of the game and this kind of idea of having a podcast. He's a huge Red Sox fan. He's a huge Xander fan. Um, I'm a huge Xander fan because th- – like I'm saying, the Red Sox are my second team. This guy's electric um, in many different ways. He, for one, plays a lot of fucking games. Over his career, um, I pulled up his numbers. He just absolutely plays games. 144 his first full year, 156, 157, 148, 136, 155. COVID year, 156, 144, 150 last year. That is not having an IL stint. That's like just having 
normal days off in 162 games, but that's like one one IL stay in 2018, maybe when they won the championship. But this guy plays fucking games. That's what I'm trying to say. And not only does he plays games, he has a career batting average in one of the hardest divisions of baseball with 292, 356 OBP, and 814 OBS. I mean, the guy freaking absolutely hits, and his swing is only going to get foreseeable better in Petco Park. Like, it's hard to say that about a lot of people, but from going from freaking Fenway and that goddamn huge wall they have in left field to Petco, a lot of those doubles off that wall are going to be bombs here. So let's strap in. Let's, like Trevor said, there's short a lot of shortstops. They're going to be able to play a lot of positions. We're going to talk about it all here right now and kind of our idea. I got Padres 23, a whole freaking page of notes. So let's get into it, Roman. How do we feel? I haven't asked you yet. What are we What are we thinking over there? I'm feeling great. I feel like I don't want to hype it up too much, but I'm feeling a, a Xander Bogart's MVP season, like you said, with that um, giant monster, green monster in left field not being there anymore. A lot of those balls are going to be bombs, and I'm expecting a, a big year in home runs. Um, I like this addition a lot. Um, I feel like Tatis can play anywhere, so it's fine if Xander wants to play shortstop. Um, yeah, big bat. 814 OPS, 292 average, 156 home runs. I mean, guy killed it so far in, in his playing days, and I've looked forward to his time in San Diego for sure. Yeah. Um, one thing one thing that I've uh, gathered via the internet is people think he is a, a great leader. He's not very vocal, I would say, from what I've heard via the internet, but He's a good leader, and we have a phenom, young phenom shortstop who is looking for leadership in a different way. And I think this signing can also improve other guys on the team. And it's always nice when you add a a stud, a four-time All-Star, like you said, two-time World Series champion, who's been there, done it. You, you're looking to be at his level, so you might as well look up to him, take some tips, get better at your craft. They always say this, the famous cliche saying is iron sharpens iron. So when you got guys seeing what these great players are doing every single day, can pick their mind, can pick what they're looking at. It's just going to improve everyone's game. And yeah, that's what, that's a, what I'm really liking about Xander. This is a big addition to team chemistry. I feel like we got basically the Dominican Republic world team basically in San Diego and I feel like their chemistry is going to be off the charts. Everybody's just going to pick each other up and it's going to be a great 163. Sanders actually from Aruba. But um, like you said, we do our building like a Dominican uh, Spanish-esque background team and they are just going to have vibes off off the wall. Um, Were we even thinking... Xander Bogarts to begin this offseason. Was this a name any of us had circled or even a thought bubble? No. No, absolutely not. Not, not. not a shot. I knew AJ wanted a big bat. And but this is what AJ does. Him going this after is, Aaron Judge, I knew he didn't care who he got. This is, yeah, this is exactly what AJ does is 
personally, I knew we were going to get better. I didn't know how. People are thinking, oh, let's get DeGrom. Oh, let's get these big name Trey Turner. Trey Turner would have been awesome because he has that outfield background. But then resettle for this man, and he just flat out rakes. That's all he does is rake. It's fucking nuts. It's literally crazy. He has has been told he has he's the pe- best peer hitting shortstop in MLB. And now we can argue we have two of the the top two best hitting shortstops in Major League Baseball on our team. So it's a it's a fantastic problem for Bob Melvin to have. And I'm glad that I am not Bob Melvin in this situation trying to create a lineup with a bunch of fucking superstars. Yeah, this is one thing that Bob Melvin's going to have that he's never had before is this impeccable lineup. I mean, the lineup is I kind of try to jot down, but I mean, we still have a whole my my dream lineup probably right now is Tati, Soto, Xander, Manny, Jake. And then you'd finish it with Nola Kim Grish. There's a DH you could plug a lot of people in there so that we'll get to. Coming from a Red Sox background, does Xander hit leadoff? Like, can he or does he? Um, he didn't over there. What did he hit in the Red Sox? No, he hit three. He was, didn't he? Yeah, he was like middle top top of the so order. I like would love to see him two, at the, take over the leadoff spot. But I mean, he's a very good. The only thing that's Xander's very great at baseball, but he's a very, very, very good situational hitter. And I know we could say that about a lot of these guys, but he's a very good guy on second. He's absolutely has the possibility to take it to the other side. He's just very, very smart minded baseball player. Um, And that's one of his like best tools he has is like his, his knowledge of the game and his um, just ability to do it like you know it's one thing to like know what to do in the situation but you have to also do it in that situation and he can do both um i don't know if he's a leadoff guy um i still love Tatis in the leadoff typically how lineups are built is the third hitter is your best just flat out hitter of on the team so personally i and this is no shot at Xander, but I think we have two players that are better hitters than Xander Bogarts on the Padres right now. And that that's saying something. That means we're pretty fucking good. Very good team. I mean, yeah, very good team. How many I just, games is Tatis missing? 12. So you and for all, the bozos, can, for all the bozos out there that... 12. For all the bozos that think he's not going to come back in 12 games... You're fucking bozo. <laughs> yeah, bozo for sure. Um, I was I'm trying to look up his stats and by like batting order right now. Um, I mean, I think he's a perfect two hitter, but we're still when Fernando comes back. Fernando, I would like to see him lead off, but he's pretty fucking good. I don't want. I want to see Manny hit in third. I think Manny is that dude. Yeah, and I would love Tatis in the four spot. I mean, you could Soto. You could be a leadoff hitter. I mean, he walks so much. Like, why wouldn't you put him in that position? Yes, like, I agree. But like, also, at the same time, says, I know, I know. Everyone says like there's a reason, and you like people in front of them. 
Yeah, but it's not it's not that. It's more like comfortability wise. Like if you've never hit leadoff before and then you start a game, you're hitting leadoff, like things just feel weird. So Xander didn't even bat first a single game last year because he has no stats. He batted third and fourth for them for most of the season. Oh, actually leading off. I'm dumb. I got I have stats over here. Um, he in let's see, what is this? What is this? Games. All right, I'll give you the stats right now. My old ass. I'm freaking grandpa when it comes to technology right now. I think that's a perfect lineup though. Tatis, um, Soto, Zan, and Manny. I feel like that's comfortable. Make everybody comfortable. That sounds like a fucking run. It sounds like a run run to me. Hundred at bats. He has a two eighty two average, three forty five. Um. 10 freaking walks. Not too bad in the leadoff. Nah, but he's more of a he's more of a batting third, fourth guy. I like him in the two hole. Perfect. I like him three. I like Tati Soto can switch one and two, whatever they feel like, and then Zan Manny third and fourth. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I mean, you could still have Grisham if they bring Profar back yeah i don't know this team still has a, a lot of a lot of moves that we could talk about um i mean we're all saying something different because i love tatis in the leadoff that's what i think he's a born leadoff hitter he loves the bright lights first leadoff home runs are always electric he, he yes and he loves those <laughs> that like atmosphere he loves, he loves motorcycles he loves too <laughs> so does his brother so was his little brother. Yeah, I don't know if it, all Padres fans know that news, but little brother had kind of same incident he did. Motorcycle incident. Tatis was probably watching him do it. Apple going to fall far from the tree, I guess. You can say that again. Um, so I have a Apple didn't fall far from the tree, I guess. <laughs> you, sh- you probably shouldn't say that again. <laughs> um, so the Padres do have holes. DH is one of them. It is a very nice spot in this lineup that needs to be filled. I mean, I don't know who the Padres would plug in at a DH right now. Like, as of right now, they just signed David Dahl to a minor league deal. That's probably who ends up in it at this very second. What do you guys feel about Albert Pujols? He's officially retired. Retired, buddy. Same with you know, the you know what they say about retirement. Would you guys would you guys consider DH like a day off? I feel like whoever's day off that day is, we just put them at DH, you know, like so I've never thought of that scenario, but I probably am not gonna be mad at it. Like whoever's having an off day, you just we just rotate it. It's just a yeah. it's like the pitching, the starting rotation. Yeah. There's a new guy every single day. Exactly, yeah. I feel like that'd be the best or I mean it's not a bad idea a key player, like but, what about Drury? Can Drury be a DA? He can, Drury's but he needs to play first. But sources close to the situation think he's going back to the Padres. <laughs> so I would love him back in San Diego. 
per average. <laughs> but I don't know if you I don't know if you guys would want him back. I I like Drury. I would I like him back. I mean, he's never really made that much money in his career, so I don't think it would be like a huge deal. No, I'm thinking eight I mean, mil, maybe ten ten max. That's yeah, what I'm get, thinking. So I would Perfect. like to give him a good deal because he's never really made more than a million dollars. So I would like to be like, hey, stick around, bud, and give him a <laughs> solid deal. Yeah. But I think the next bat we get is the last. And I think the next arm we get is is the last. So it needs to be like it needs to be the right guy. Because yeah. this team this team is pretty much built. And I'm I mean, I'm hearing rumblings around uh the tw- the Twitter sphere that JD Martinez is possibly a great fit for us because all he really does is hit the fucking ball. Yeah, I would love JD because then it brings another connection Boston. with Xander in Boston. Yeah, another like yeah, Boston guy. So he has someone who he knows and and uh, I mean I know about these guys. JD is one of the best pure hitters in the game, and he also is one of the most knowledgeable like guys in the game. Um, when the Red Sox signed them, he was a big reason why they did so good in 2018. And he like helped them out and like bat wise, like his knowledge helped a lot of their swings and guys like Xander and, and um, Devers, like he helped them out a lot. I would love him. That is definitely a fit for our DH spot. But the only thing with him is that he's a, pure dh only he doesn't play first yeah. he doesn't play outfield anymore third base anymore he is a dh so that is that is one candidate we already mentioned jury um jury plays a lot of positions in the infield i'm not too sure if he plays the outfield i don't think we even can't. Can't. He'd, can't. Be a, he'd be a he perfect uh, play for my situation that I was saying, whoever we plug in at DH, he replaces at the position. Yeah, so Drury, I mean, we've seen him on our team. <laughs> like it. He bangs. He straight up um, hits nukes. His first freaking pitch he's seen, our first at-bat in, in Petco, Grand Slam. See you later. Yeah, I and, we, there, so and was, for, was, for anyone wondering why, let's say we're not suggesting maybe Josh Bell, he signed to the Cleveland Guardians. He is no longer a free agent. So and no longer San Diego. We, we really don't have much options. And Drury, his numbers versus left-handed Gosh, pitching was, was career highs. So I would love yeah. him in that spot. <laughs> he hammers lefties. Um, so that is another option. Profar, we mentioned him. He can play a press everywhere of positions. Um we had stuck him in the outfield for last year, but he could play almost every infield position. So, I mean, that's, and, uh, that's an idea. Um, Will Myers. Yeah, of course. I mean, if we can get him anything under $5 million, come back. I, I, mean, yeah. I don't mind it. I would love bringing him back just for the fact that, I mean, he's been a Padre forever. You're loyal. Your loyalty. Um, and after the- our successful season last year, I feel like he would love to come back. And oh, I, yeah. I don't the think he's just wants, getting started in San Diego. I don't know if he necessarily wants money. If he wants money, then go play somewhere else. Like we're not going to sign you twenty. You're not going to get twenty mil anywhere close to San Diego. So if you're if you're looking to maybe a vet veteran deal, 
maybe a hometown discount. You get to play. Your legs get to be healthy. You can focus on pretty much hitting because first base is not that hard. Has he been <laughs> a golf simulator? I don't think he's worried about money. No. And, I mean, yeah, he's lived That's... in San Diego. Yeah, but you have, you have to think about it. Like, he's probably only going to play two more years max. Um, Would you rather play money for – yeah, play for a championship or go be on the fucking Tigers and so in a in a city that you like have grown up in now. Like we traded him for him when he was young and now he's on the opposite side of 30, getting to where his baseball career is coming towards an end, and he's finally on a team. Like the rise of the San Diego Padres has been like the fall of Will Myers, but it has still been so good to see him like he was the guy, the first. Like when we talk about the Eric Hosmer move and setup, but it was all started with Will Myers. We I traded mean, for Will Myers. Yes. What about Matt? Him? him to a huge deal. He was an all star. It kind of start. It started. At, Matt Kemp was that same offseason, but yeah. Will Myers was like the true like starting of this story to get us to this point. Like he's the only connection left to. AJ's first round at this like first shot. He tried to go big at the beginning. Went, whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, I don't have enough pieces to go big yet. Built the farm, then went big again. And now we're here where we have a fully loaded. And now we're here, baby. Um, so there's a couple other guys' names who I have written on my list um for ideas for DH. There's also a free agent by the name of Luke Voigt. Um, the Nationals released Luke Voigt this offseason, and I would absolutely love to see him back. I feel like he was just getting into his groove, and then the whole Hosmer situation kind of fucked him um, royally. And so I would love to see Voigt get an opportunity back, and he's a guy who plays DH and he could be first base. Um, but I, I truly think Cronenworth is going to be our first baseman. I don't know if you guys are on that same page. Um, yet I'm fine with it, but do I feel like he's going to be it? I don't really think so. I think he's going to be the first baseman. He I don't, plays I don't a know. Great I don't defensive know. first base. I don't know because that's who, you're going to put Tatis at second. You're going to put Kim second. If Kim Kim's is starting, second. if Kim is starting on this team, there's a problem. They love Kim. I don't understand what you don't get if you didn't. Oh, I I forgot you blocked off Padre games, but they absolutely love Hassan. They Kim. love Kim. He sure is a I don't care, guy. You know, half the team knows fucking Korean and shouts Korean to him when he's running the bases and shit. Like they love this team. Hassan Kim. This team can't be built for a hitter who's 230, 12 home runs. We just can't. We can't have that. Him and Grisham are my first two players to fucking say, smell it. Get the him, fuck out of the lineup. Out of you can sit on the bench and enjoy the others just fucking raking. I, I mean, you have to get one of these names that I'm throwing out there then. If you think Kim's not going to play every day. You have to get have, a better name to trade the Kim. Who I'm... We have to trade Kim. Well, that that is an opportunity that I'm going to talk about in a little bit because of the pitching. I think you have to add pitching, and that, that's how you add pitching. Kim makes $7 million. Are we expecting Tatis to play left field? Yeah, left or right, Roman. Um, I hate you know, that, That's just what it is. You have Grisham who's play left. Lover. I mean, yeah, he'll play left. left is very hard at Peko, though. That means we don't sign Profar if he's playing left. Field. See, that's the thing. We need a first baseman and a DH. 
Yes, so so Tatis has three positions he can be. First base, left field, or second base. I will and our team and our team would be perfectly set. Personally, I think Xander Bogarts is a better second baseman than Fernando Tatis would be at second. But that is because Fernando Tatis has freakish plays where he can make just plays strictly because he's more athletic than you. Not because he's not because he's a better fielder, strictly because he's more athletic than you. Well, let's go I mean, back to the Tatis at first then. He can make those plays because second base is the chrome zone. We leave Jake where he's comfortable and let him make plays at second, and then we make Tatis stretch. Jake can make but plays at first. Also, there's do. also no shift anymore. So, like, there's not, like, that. I'm sure that has nothing really to do about where they're going to play these guys, but at the same time, Jake sees the ball very well on the left, the right side of the infield. So yeah. I really don't mind him being first or second. Me, if I'm constructing the roster, I'm leaving him at second. First baseman is very easy to play, and you can just literally put someone there. So who are you putting there? Well, I've heard rumblings. I've heard sources speculate that Fernando Tatis may be a, a great fit there. But Do you if truly we... think we extended Tatis and paid him all that money to be a first baseman? If if we expect him to be an no. outfielder, why not? I feel like I mean, left that, field he, is the he, same he... as first base. No, no, I don't think so. Why? What the fuck? Left field I mean, is grimy. He's be making plays out there. Left field, you got balls coming at you in the air. First base, the hardest ball coming at you is on the ground. You can just fucking sit on the ball, let it hit you in the chest. I don't know. It's gonna. It's it, got a bruise. The story of, of this is the story of the offseason from here on out. Is what the fuck is Bob Melvin gonna do with this team? I hope Bob Melvin doesn't fuck it up. But no, Fernando Tatis has no say. If he wants to play on this team, he has to choose See, and that, first base or left field. Where that sentence right there is kind of scaring me because it doesn't fit well with me because we know how Tatis behaves. And He's no, not not just that. You said this team. That scares me because a lot of people are now saying, "Where does Tatis fit in this team?" Yeah, because people on fucking Twitter want to trade him. They think we're getting rid of him. Oh, yeah, everyone in the world would love a Fernando Tatis on their team. That is – sorry, I, eat I would hate to see him throw anyway. it out the window because everyone in the world would love a Fernando Tatis. You can't trade the guy who made this, like, fandom. We still have people who wear the damn wigs at games. We still have – like, that would be – telling a little kid that the Padres traded Fernando Tatis would be, like – telling them their mom died at this point right now like he's gonna be going back to the biggest name in baseball as soon as those 12 games are done yep i'm i'm telling you like it's steroids it's out the window like that was was the hair shit but it's it's stupid that is stupid um but i'm still i'm concerned where tatis is gonna play because i never seen him at second base before I've never seen him in any other position other than outfield, but is that something that they're seriously considering? Solve a lot of problems also. 
I think he would, but I think you give Xander the first choice over Tatis right now. Because you just signed him, you he's fresh. Tatis coming off what he's coming off, the shoulder, the injuries, the suspension, all that shit. He has to regain trust of every single person in that Padres clubhouse, front office, all that. The first way you I would start by regaining trust is where do you want me to play? Yep. Yeah. Where do you want me to play? I will I agree. I agree. Go ahead. Put me there. I want to win. I don't give a fuck if I'm playing shortstop. I don't give a fuck if I'm playing second base. I want to win baseball games. So if Tatis is really that type of guy and his character has changed, then yeah, I don't see there being any problems with him moving, vice versa, Xander moving. But if he wants to create problems, I think that's the first decision that he'll be gone. I don't think he'll be gone. I We're stuck with the kid. Um, <laughs> don't say it like that. No, it's not a problem. It's just that he won't be gone. If it if there's any sort of problem, we'll stick him in DH for a while and then figure it out. It's not that big of a deal. This team, though, we were a couple games away from a World Series for the first time in a long, long time. We're there. I feel like we're there, buddy. We're not even a couple games. We away. were a ga- We were a couple games away. We lost to the Phillies. I mean, I. It's the oh, I mean, it, it, I in that aspect, we really were a couple years away. Yeah. But I feel like with Zan, man, no, I mean, we're this, there this next season, though, we are taking a team. We're adding a Fernando Tatis Jr. and a Xander Bogarts, two of the top five shortstops in this league, to this roster. I would say that's pretty good. That Maybe. is like adding 20 wins because both of these guys have like a 10 war. So it's going to be an unreal year, but there's still there's still question marks on this team. Um, the other last two names who I would like to bring up, I mean, obviously I left off on Luke Voigt because I'd love Voigt, I love the chest moss, love the flexing, the flex cams, the chest moss, the yeah. all of it. I'd love to I bring to repeat it, but again, yeah, Hosmer fucked him, fucked yeah. him. Um, another option is Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley is an outfielder DH. Um, he's a little older now. He used to play for Cleveland and the Astros. Astros, yeah. yeah. Um, he he's a very very good hitter, but he's not really like a power guy. He's just a true hitter, baseball player. Um, I would not be mad at getting him. I don't know how much he would really cost, but I think he would be a really good um pickup at this point um yeah trevor how would you feel about michael brantley hate it you don't like (laughs) michael brantley no guy stinks for dh nope don't don't like it at all i want i seriously want someone who strictly hits fucking nukes well have you i want a i want a 220 hitter I want a 220 hitter, 30 plus home runs. So 210. Voight, Luke Voigt. He can't hit 30 home runs. I'm sorry. He can't. I mean, what did he finish with? I mean, we kind of. We, Less than 20. We kind of fucked him. And then I thought he, he went on a little. Michael Brantley hit five home runs last year. Yeah, Brantley's not no a good. That's what I was saying. Batted a 288 average. Voight hit two twenty six and twenty two bombs. I need, I, I seriously need twenty five or more. I will, I will cut that down to twenty five or more. 
but I want someone who hits 210, 220 with 30 or more bombs. And the best thing about AJ Preller is that is acquirable anywhere. Trade, free yeah, agent. Trade, I guess, because the names I threw up there, I don't think any of them hit 20-plus bombs because my next name was Trey Mancini. Do we have enough which, money for Carlos? Which, which I which I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Trey you don't Mancini, mind Trey Mancini? No, because he's he does he hits about 250, 260, and he's about twenty home runs. The yeah. reason why the average goes down is because the home runs increase. If the average goes up and the home runs can come down, that means you're getting on base more for other guys to have opportunities. Yeah, I mean, the his numbers fell off once he got traded from uh, Baltimore to Houston. Uh, but he was on pace for a really good season. Um, but he hit 35 one year, 2019, 291 with 35 bombs. Before that, 24, yeah, that's, that's four insane. bombs. That's insane. Yeah, so, I mean, I still think he's a good player in this league. I would love a Trey Mancini. What about a Brian Reynolds? The only thing I'm worried about after all the these pilot. players – just requested we trade. need we need like the perfect ideal position is a left-handed guy who just absolutely hits nukes because we have a lot of right-handed hitters a lot and right now our only left-handed players are soto and jake uh, grish and jake that's three three we need we need none of those guys are besides soto Jake and Grish are not hitting 30 bombs. Yeah, no, they won't hit, they won't touch 30 bats for sure. <laughs> and, and, um, or we just need someone who's strictly just a clutch guy, you know, as that clutch gene. I think that's going to be veteran. Xander on this team now. I think that's going to be Xander is the clutch guy, the situational hits, you know, the doubles when we need it. I think that's going to be him. I'm excited to see him in a Potter's uniform. I love that he's wearing number two. I would. I'm interested in seeing what Grish is going to be because three is locked up by Bob Melvin. One is free now. No, no Gore. Yeah, I can one turn is my Gore into a Grish jersey, kind of. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with a Gore jersey after only ten starts in a Padre uniform. Um, but now with that transition, I want to transition to the pitching because. We've seen uh, Clevenger go to the White Sox. Um, I'm not mad about that one. I would have flicked him if I could have because he was not the same Clev at all. Like that trade was a waste, even though I didn't like anyone we traded anyway. Um, But that whole deal was just brutal. That trade was just a big, let's get rid of Austin Hedges. You said yes, Austin Hedges. Perfect. Accepted. Yeah, but it's it helped that Cleveland team. I mean, that Cleveland team with Naylor and uh some guys Owen, Owen Miller. Yeah, they they got some guys from us. So that that trade definitely sucked on our part. Um with him and Tommy John and he just was never the same. But this staff is going to be unreal again cuz it's led by you Darvish, Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove. Um those that three-headed snake is definitely <laughs> definitely going to be um Lights out. Yeah, who do you? The back end is question marks because we have Nick Martinez, and then the number five is a big old question mark. Yeah, 
who do you think is our ace? Are you uh, still saying Joe Musgrove? I mean, our ace yeah. is Hugh Darvish. Hugh Darvish? What did he I do saw on playoffs? MLB. I saw on MLB today, and it said best duos for starting pitching pairings, and it was Hugh Darvish and Blake Snell. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't think that is right. Do you know we have Joe Musgrove, right? I there MLB is still not on the like Joe Musgrove is a ace bandwagon. Weird. That is weird. It might be a San Diego thing because we're clicking the San Diego to him and trying to put him into that spot, but um they still figure him as the number three guy in our roto, which is kind of weird. But I'm a huge Joe Musgrove fan. Love the guy. Um but like I was saying, number four, question mark. We have a couple guys. Adrian Morihone, maybe. I know we've been he, using him as a bullpen. He can eat innings. He can eat innings. We might have a piggyback situation probably. Uh, then we have Ryan Weathers, um, friend of the pod, Ryan. Um, very young. Didn't get much raw. Time. Um, Very raw. Didn't get any time in the bigs, I think, last year. One start against the Cubs. One start. Um, yeah, so that's a question mark. Then – uh, Jay Groom, who we acquired last year from the Red Sox organization, he actually Ooh. finished his season with us in our AAA team and was actually relatively good with our team. Um, and they went to the championship and he pitched pretty well. Um, Pod- uh, Padres went and signed Julio Tehran, former Braves ace. Um, that's a couple years past though. He you have is, Julio Tehran. Julio Tehran is a San Diego Padre. Or sorry, Julio Tehran. Yes. Where? When did we sign him? I don't even signed him to a minor league deal before <laughs> the big news. Stinks. Fuck. That's shitty. So they, there's some question marks. We don't really have a number five guy. Kodai, or however you say his name, just announced middle of recording this that he's. Going to the Mets, sign a five dog shit money, five years, seventy five million to the Mets. Cool. The Mets payroll, fellas, is now at a standing three hundred fifty million. But after the taxes, because you remember, over ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent tax, you go into different categories, but they're maxed out, so they are taxed at one point five. So they have. A payroll of four hundred and twenty-one million this year, basically. Four hundred and twenty-one million. Holy fucking shit, Mets! If you don't win a ring, you are fucking poverty. Frank the fucking tank does, isn't allowed to fucking scream at them anymore. He is not allowed to be angry. Cause why? They have four hundred million dollar payroll. You know that will never. You know that will never happen. I know that'll never happen. But this team has the highest payroll by over a hundred and eighty million dollars. That is insane. Yeah, that is a lot of money for guys who are uh, thirty nine and older. That's pretty good deals, if I'm being honest. Scott Boris, you're a great. Are we worried? Are we are we worried about the Mets? No, no. 
I mean, we beat Absolutely. them uh, in the wild card round, three games. We took two. Um, no DeGrom, no longer for the Mets. They went and signed uh, Verlander. Verlander. So now they have the old Detroit one, two of Max and Verlander. Yep. 20 years later, who would have thought? Who would have thought they were reunited and it feels so good. good. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be that good. They're both 39 years old. Like Trevor said, 20 years later is like an understatement at this point. It feels like they are, they're both still good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Verlander's coming off a Cy Young award and a world series championship going to be joining the Mets. They lose to Grom, though. That is huge. Father Time gets everyone, though. Everyone. Father Time is undefeated. It's never lost. Father Time was already getting them as well, too. Like, even last time, uh, what was it? Last season, DeGrom didn't pitch that much. Max Scherzer was hurt. Like, I mean, we're going to be dealing with this all year with those guys. Max Scherzer couldn't even beat the Padres. Love it. In New York. Love that. When stuff mattered. And you know what other team I'm not scared about? The Dodgers. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They are our little <laughs> fucking brothers. Yes, sir. They are our little brothers, roster wise, talent wise. Yeah, you may be able to bully us in the regular season, but when it comes to the playoffs, when things actually fucking matter, you're a little fucking brother to us. You've never beat us in in any division series ever. So we're one to know in that in that category. Do you know what that sounds to me? We've never lost. You've never beat us, and you never will. Um yes, the Dodgers have been <clears throat> right out on these free agents, man. They ha- can't even sign the little guys, the Kevin Kiermeyers of the world. They you're telling me the Dodgers lose out on Kevin Kiermeyer? Wow. Yes. They're saving wow. up for Otani. Coday? No, I they're Otani. They are Roman. They are Roman. They are. They um, are. The inside that's sources, what I'm saying. <laughs> inside sources, yes, they are. No, yes, that, that are. is correct. The Dodgers are will probably not spend this offseason because they still have a Trevor Bauer situation they have to figure out. They still have guys on that team. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, they'll still be good. Uh, but they are going to be opening up their payroll probably next offseason. You know, Shohei, I think Devers, there's there's guys that are going to be free agents. So if the Padres did, are uh, having a crazy year, the Dodgers are going to build up. Don't don't think. Did Dansby sign yet? No, Dansby has not signed. He's, Dansby, Correa are still out there. Um, so personally, I think they have no other option but to sign Correa. But if they're gonna ride with Gavin Lux, go for it. That's fine by me. Because well, Ken Rosenthal had a report this offseason that the Dodgers ownership is staying away from Correa because they feel like the fans would have an outlash against that. Like they don't think that that's a good mix. They don't think he would yeah. be a good fit on this team. Hell no, he gets booed. Every single time he's there. Every yeah, single the time. Players, those Dodger players got screwed over in that 2017 situation where the Astros were found for cheating in that championship like run. Um, 
And so that's probably a cold taste still in their mouth with that human. Like, so I don't, I don't think that situation happens They're I, they're more likely to sign Dansby if they're going to, but I don't think they will either. I think they're going to get Carlos Rondon. Um, I think the Yankees want Rondon. I would like Rondon. I would really like Rondon on this team, but I don't think we're going to shell out another seven year, $280 million. Isn't he older though? Rondon's older, right? Or no? He's 30 now. I don't know how old he is. I could look that up real quick, but I know he was looking for a longer deal. Because last year he signed the one year with San Francisco and usually six years is your free agent limit. Most guys come in about 20, 22, 23. So 29, 30 sounds about right. Correa about to go to Yeah, so he is 30. Happy birthday, Carlos Rodon, December 10th. Wow. Oh, happy birthday. Wow. <laughs> happy birthday, Carlos Rodon. That's crazy. Baseball reference literally has a happy birthday. And <laughs> another year older. Uh, another year. So he just turned 30. So he will be going into his age 30 season. So, yeah, he's looking for, you know, a deal that'll end his, um, well, that'll finish his career, not end his career, but a team that will. Finish your his career on drafted by the Brewers. He was great with the Sox, and then last year with the Giants had a great year, two eighty eight. Um, Moda's down one start, man. I went to the game and he pitched the entire game and just completely Moda's had thirty one starts this year. Um, is coming off back to back great great seasons. So I don't know. We'll see where he ends up. He wasn't the best in his early days with the White Sox um, kind of got into it when he started throwing that high cheese, you know, he relied on that high fastball. How long will his fastball have life for, you know, that's what, that's the only thing that sucks with those, the fastball type pitchers. If you pitch that high fastball, once you start getting older, your mouse per hour falls and that they start becoming home runs. Becomes easier to hit. That high cheddar becomes long balls. <laughs> so how long is that lefty's arm going to be good for? You know, that's scary to me. Scary. Oh. I mean, I first I was only like thirty four, guys. Um, his arms, his arm and back are like off a wagon at this point. And then you got and guys you know like what they say, who are 39. So it's, no, it's good for shoulder pain, right? Yep. You lick my nutsack. You lick my butthole. Oh, sorry. My butthole, not my nutsack. <laughs> Do the Padres sign Seth Lugo? Question mark from the map. Um, Lugo is in, in reach. I don't know if I like Lugo, though. 62 games. Three wins, two losses, 3.6 ERA, 65 innings pitch, 69 strikeouts. He can I mean, stay on the Mets. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a relief pitcher. Our, right now, we have four pretty good relief pitchers that I, that I think we're just going to stick with. I don't think we're going to add to the pen because we have Hader, Suarez. Pomerantz going to be full go this year, and then Luis Garcia. Do we make Nabil a starter? Nabil a starter, no. no. Nabil is Nabil. That's what he is. I feel like he's the basically the same as Adrian Morihone. No, Morihone's electric. He has electric gas. So is Nabil. No, Nabil is just Nabil is a situation guy. When he came in for Blake Snell, tell me that was not electric, dude. That was in April. 
Who that fucking cares? I care. That's they, what we need uh, that, them is in April. We don't need was, them in fucking It was October. literally the first week of the no. season, Roman. They had no idea who he was. Electric, buddy. <laughs> How do you remember that game? Because he's a stud. Because you know what you know what I remember about Arizona? He put up a walk off fucking bomb first game <laughs> of the year on National Beer Day. I'll never forget <laughs> it. Robert Suarez? Bob Suarez. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Love it. I thought that Love was going to be the perfect 30 for 30 intro when Shenny said that at the beginning of the year, and I thought the season was going to end uh, with the World Series championship, and I thought that 30 for 30 documentary is going to be the best thing I've ever watched in my entire life. Well, And then <laughs> the events that transcribed after that, Fernando Tatis takes steroids, retrade for Juan Soto, yeah, that thirty thirty would have been very fucking entertaining. I mean, still this season. I mean, hey, if the twenty three team wins a championship, that we got to have a two year long documentary because this has been a wild ride for us Padre fans. I I need more baseball documentaries like the Last Dance. I need more of that. I need guys in the clubhouse filming at all times. I need a Padres one though. That's the thing is it's not just any. I need a Padres championship and then I, me to watch the parade tapes. I need a hard knocks in MLB. That I, would be lit. Maybe we go and spend some time out there in some spring training this year, boys, and go fuck around. No, we don't fuck around. We just handle business. All right. We just well, handle business. That's what we do where average takes and we just handle fucking business. So I hope I hope you're still listening because Jerry Carabas is about to join our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Next uh, time you're listening to us. We're we're in knows, negotiations. Who knows? When? Who knows yeah, we're in negotiations. <laughs> but um this podcast was to welcome Xander to the Padres. Um, this guy's had a great career for the Red Sox, has five silver sluggers, like we said, four all-stars, two championships. One of them he was very young on and was not really like his his team, but the other one he was a big piece in. Um, but I, I could have never imagined this because I did not see this situation coming. But, hey, he's 30. 1,400 hits, 156 homers, 292 career batting average, 35 war. I mean, who wouldn't want this guy on their team? For the casual fans who have no idea what Bob just said, I'll sum it up for you. Very simple. He's pretty fucking good. Pretty Pretty fucking good. And for the people asking what position he plays, relatively only has played shortstop in his entire career. They tried him at third base a little bit back in the day, but it didn't work. He's not he's not a third baseman. He's a shortstop. So we'll see if, if they move him around or they move Tatis around or what they do. But that's going to be the true talks this offseason. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. Me either. I am glad. For sure. Me either, but um, – I do love Tatis. I would be heartbroken if he was traded. I just wanted to put that out there. But I do not think that would happen. He said he won't. I do not think it happened. I do not. Don't lie to the audience. Don't put it into existence. Yeah, don't lie to the audience. I do not think it will happen. (laughs) But good. Big trust, though. 
I trust AJ Preller. I trust Peter Seidler. Um, Peter Seidler said this team's budget expands with championships, and that's what their goal is. And we're not done yet. No, no. Like I said earlier, the party is just getting started in San Diego, baby. And Hasn't even I hope started. You guys are strapped in. That NLCS got season last started. year. Got the party started. No, there's nothing. That was just a little icing on the cake. That was pregame. Oh, icing on the cake. No, that was that was pregame. That, that was like the first crack of the beer. Yeah, icing on the cake is the end, buddy. Oh, you the end you is don't when start you start off putting icing on a cake. No, the end is when you digest the cake. When you eat it, you're like, that's good, good cake. But you said putting icing on the cake. Yeah, I haven't even tasted the cake yet. <laughs> Cake is not even out of the oven yet. Okay, all right, all right. Let's <laughs> let's cut that. Let's cut that part. All right, guys. Nothing wrong with being average. Um, I got everything I wanted off the, my chest. Um, we're gonna have to hit you with another one talking about all the free agent moves and pinpoint those ones. But go Padres. I love oh, the San Diego chance already. Um, hey, goal is to not a banner. That's all it is to it. Hang the banner. World Series or bust. That's a great mentality to be in, and I love being a fan of a team whose motto is World Series or bust. I just love being a fan of a team with an owner who is a fan of the team and loves spending money and is a fan of the team. Not too many owners are fans of the teams. Yes, That's just what it is. They're in it because of the money. Can you name a couple teams? Huh? Can you name a couple teams who you may think that? Teams like the Guardians. His That owner owns multiple sports franchises and doesn't put anything into it. Boom. All right, so, hey, Guardians, fuck you. Spend <laughs> some money. There you go. Spend some money. All right, nothing wrong with being average. Love you guys. Yes, sir. Go Padres.